Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is George Lowe, and I'm your host. Uh, this is episode two, uh, still recording on my uh, Voice Memos app on my iPhone. And uh, um, yeah, it's been a busy week for Entrepreneur Podcast. Um, got up on Twitter and have been reaching out to some people and, and getting some responses back. And um, something I noticed about about Twitter and, and kind of the online business world and things like that. Um, it seems like people have these like canned automatic responses on Twitter. Like if you, um, tweet at them or, so what I've been doing is if they follow me, I I tweet at them. I say, you know, I look in their bio or in their description and try and pick out a, a word or two that, um, uh, that they put in there, something cool. And then I try and make a little joke about it and, and, uh, tweet back at them to show them, I don't know, show them I'm like a real person and not some automated system that's just looking to amass more followers, um, without being personal. I don't know. That just seems kind of shady to me or I don't know. I, so when I get like these, um, direct messages of like, hello, how are you? Thanks for following us check out our whatever. And then there's a link. It just seems kind of, um, I don't know. It just, uh, and I know they're probably busy. They don't have a ton of time to like mess around on Twitter. So it makes sense that it would be, there'd be some way to like automate it. But, uh, for me, it just seems cooler, like to actually, uh, tweet at them like a real person. And I'm not saying that's everybody, like some people tweeted back and seemed like they were real, but others just seemed like it was some sort of canned automated response. So I thought that was interesting. Um, so if you're out there, if you're the person that developed that automated Twitter DM when someone follows you, uh, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I'm sure it seems like a lot of people are using it. So, uh, good for you. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, this week's episode, um, I wanted to talk about, uh, some things that, you know, make hold you back. I know that that held me back, um, from like trying to start anything. Um, like I said, this is the first thing that I've, that I've tried to really start and get going. And I was uh, resistant to it for a long time because I was just afraid. I just didn't want it to take up a ton of time. Um, I didn't want, um, other people to necessarily find out about it. And like, I had a fear of, um, you know, people saying, Oh, what, you know, that's stupid or that's, that's not good enough. Or, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, uh, intimidating, to try and do something when there's so many giants out there doing it already. Um, so to, to try and start something, you know, I, I wanted to do something different. Like how do you differentiate yourself? Um, so there's the fear of that, that you won't be different from anybody and, and provide any like special value or things. But hopefully my, you know, my goal is to reach out and connect with those people that are on the edge, right? They, they, they maybe listen to podcasts, they have a blog, or they want to start a blog, or they have an idea, and uh, they just haven't acted on it yet, and I just, my goal is to inspire them to act on it, um, regardless of what their business goals are, um, my goal is just to act on your ideas, because uh, I think there's real value in, in the phrase, like, like test it, you got to test it, you know, and you got to in order to test it, you just have to do it to see if it works. Um, so I, I'm a big believer in that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I started doing this is like, I just, I had to find out if it would work. So, and it's going to cost a little bit of time and a little bit of money. But, um, if you don't, I think for me, I would feel sick about it if I didn't try it, if I didn't test it. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. But, um, and, and today I just want to talk a little bit about that fear and, and what it looks like and, 
um, some things that I've gone through. And, um, you know, if you have, uh, you know, a fear or you're one of these people that has an idea that you'd like to go forward with and, and try and do something about it, um, you know, post a comment, uh, you know, subscribe to the, the podcast, um, share it with your friends, but, um, you can also tweet at me, uh, at the entrepreneur. It's T H E W A N T R E P R E N E U on Twitter. And, um, you know, I, would love to hear your thoughts and ideas, um, on, on your fears. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of where I'm coming from. And um, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about, about fear. So I wrote down some notes um, the other day kind of about what what I'm afraid of, what what was stopping me, what fear fears do I have, and, and what fears did I have. Um, and one fear was, you know, I didn't want this to take up a big part of my life. Um, I already work a lot in my, you know, nine-to-five job and uh, feel like I don't spend enough time with my family. Um, so this was just going to be another thing that would take time away from family time and time that I'm able to spend with, uh, uh, spend at home or doing other things. Um, so that was one of them. But then, you know, the flip side of that is, well, you have to spend some time on it to make it, you know, okay, make it listenable, make it um, valuable for other people. Because the the end goal, right, is to um, create a lifestyle that's a that's different than the lifestyle that you're living now. So I think, you know, for me at least, I, I rational um, I rationalize it by saying, I've got to give up a little bit more of this time now, so that in the future, um, I'll have a different lifestyle and and maybe more time, um, which makes sense to me. You know, right? That's the whole reason we go to school, right? We go to college, we go to um, you know, grad school or whatever, where we give up some time, we dedicate some time to studying, um, so that we have better opportunities in the future. Um, and I think it takes, you know, they, they say successful people understand that. And, um, and so that's, that's kind of how I, how I rationalize that, that fear. Um, like I said earlier, I think another fear that, that I had about doing anything, putting anything out there was judgment from other people you know, um, what are people going to think of me when they listen to this? What are my friends going to think? What are my parents going to think? Um, you know, will they like smile and like kind of roll their eyes and be like, Oh, he's just doing something crazy. Um, you know, or will they really find like, are there people that are really going to find a lot of value in this and, and be happy that it's out there and, um, inspire them to take action on whatever they're thinking about. Um, that's kind of the goal. But the flip side of, of, you know, the other people just kind of rolling their eyes and be like, oh, this really sucks. Uh, but I, I don't have the heart to tell them, um, you know, that, that was afraid. I was afraid of that. I am afraid of that still. Um, so, yeah, definitely the fear of putting something out there and what others will think. That's a huge one that I think about all the time um, because, I, I don't know, I think it's natural to want to be respected and uh, to want to be admired and... I mean, nobody wants to just be liked, right? Everybody, I forget who said this, but everybody wants to be loved, okay? They want to just be like the superstar rock star. Um, so when you fall short of that, I think some part of some part of you inside gets, you know, a little disappointed. And, um, you know, everything that I listen to and read says, you know, well, you're going to have failures. And the important thing is that you keep going, stay consistent, learn from the failures, and if you learn from them, then you'll learn how to become 
that superstar or that, that person that's admired. So, um, that's kind of how I, I think of that fear and, and maybe that's how that's helped me spur on this little bit of action. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a fear of what others will think is there. Um, you know, I think there's one that kind of ties into that too, is that, is that we don't think about a lot, or maybe we try and hide it. We tell ourselves that it's a fear of something else, but it's the fear of success. You know, what are, what will I do if this really becomes, uh, successful? Um, you know, because I, I think one part of it is, you know, everything that's successful has haters, So like if it becomes successful, you're going to have a ton of just criticism and things like that. Um, or, you know, you have this platform, you've been successful, you have this platform and what are you going to say? What are you going to do? You know, will will you change or are you going to change and become this, um, you know, snob or change, you know, become differently, really start caring about money and get really materialistic. I think that's a fear because I think we see celebrities and, you know, other people that have, have risen to fame and fortune really early on and have changed and, and maybe have gone down a little bit different path than they would have um, wanted to. So I think that's a fear for some people. I, I think about that a little bit, um, you know, but it's like, uh, I think, I think more of the fear of criticism and what others will think. That's why I tend not to, um, to populate, you know, share what I'm doing like with everybody, but that's the key, right? It's like, you're supposed to be sharing so that, um, you find your audience, um, and can get feedback from people about what they're looking for. So it's kind of a catch 22 there. You can, uh, do what you want and keep it private. Um, and, and maybe some people that's all they want to do, but, um, you know, for me, for changing a lifestyle, uh, I think that's something that I can't do. I can't keep it private. I have to let people know about it. But then there's that fear of like, well, what if what if they what if people criticize it, or what if uh, it becomes really successful? Um, so those are those are three fears that I I, I jotted down. But um, you know, just kind of going off the top of my head, I think um, I have a fear that you know my regular job will find out about this and it won't be like a cool thing. I don't know why, maybe it's an irrational fear, but um it's not like I'm doing it on their time. Uh, I do it on my own free time, so um that shouldn't be a huge problem, but I, I don't know, I just think about it. Um you know, another fear uh is just that I I start paying, you know, for for equipment or for other things um like websites and things like that and this just doesn't work out and then I'm out that money. Um, you know, for the website, it's by the way, which it'll be www.thewantrepreneurpodcast.com. Um, it's being worked on at the moment, hasn't been launched yet, but I'll definitely let everybody know when that happens, probably via Twitter, um, and the podcast, um, no date right now. I would, I would imagine by the end of next week, it'll be all done and up. Um, but, uh, yeah, spent a little bit of money on that. Not a ton, but it was about a hundred, close to a hundred dollars to get it all set up for the year. So, um, you know, is that just, uh, uh, I guess you can look at it two ways. One, it's a sunken cost. Like, Oh, now I got to keep doing it. Cause I spent this money on the website. I invested this money on the website. Got to keep doing it. Got to do that. But the other side of it is, well, what if nothing happens? It doesn't go anywhere. And we're in like a cul-de-sac, like Seth Godin talks about on his book, uh, in his book, the dip. And it's just a hundred bucks that I, I flushed down the drain. Um, you know, I guess I, I can look at that and say, well, I didn't necessarily flush a hundred dollars down the drain. I learned how to, um, you know, set up a website, get it all set up, get it on the internet, promote it, launch it. I learned about all those things and what, if I look back and it doesn't work out, I can look back and say, well, what could I have done differently and how will I do it better the next time? Which, um, yeah, I think, I think I could definitely learn from that. So, 
Um, but yeah, on the website, that brings up a good point. Um, let's move from fear, you know, talking about fear for a moment to the website. Um, one of the cool things, uh, you know, that I've learned is that, you know, you always want to be collecting email lists. And, and, uh, I think the quote is, um, uh, you know, your list is everything. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know about that, but, uh, I am collecting emails on my site. It'll be a newsletter that goes out and right now it'll be 10 business ideas every day or week. I'm not sure yet, but, uh, maybe if you guys have an opinion, you can let me know. But I think, uh, giving away 10 business ideas, eh, it'd be kind of funny, kind of cool. Um, maybe there's somebody out there that it's like, that's what they want to work on. You know, um, it's email me, let's work on it together. Or, um, you know, maybe it'll inspire somebody to, um, start jotting down ideas. I forget who it is. I think, um, James Altucher says, you know, he encourages people to wake up every morning and write down 10 ideas every day. Um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from on this end kind of stealing it from him a little bit, but, um, if I send them out to an email list, that could be, you know, spurring on people to action, I think. Um, or even if it just gets them to write down their 10 ideas, uh, maybe that's how they could start their own newsletter and start collecting email addresses. Um, cause everybody's going to have different ideas. So it'd be cool to see. Um, and, and maybe you guys can do this, uh, send me your ideas and I'll send you my ideas. That would be cool. I'll sign up for your newsletter and you can, you can sign up for mine and we can just kind of have a little idea exchange, um, because, uh, I don't know, that's just something I enjoy doing. I, I love talking about ideas and, um, how to make things better and improve, you know, improve things. So, um, that'll all be on the website, www.thewantrepreneurpodcast.com. Uh, like I said, it'll probably be launching in the next week or two. So keep an eye out for that. Um, you know, the last thing I'll say about fear is that, uh, I feel like I've done a good job of trying to rationalize or think about and, and make sense of each fear. And it just got to the point where, like I said in the last episode, you know, my stomach was just churning. It was like, I got to try this. Um, so the fear of failure, um, was overcome by the fear of not trying it. So actually one fear did spur me on to action. And that was the fear of not actually giving it a try. So if you are a entrepreneur out there like me and you have these ideas all the time and you're thinking about it, access that fear of not trying. Think about, man, if I don't try this, I'll never know. That is what scares me the most about not trying this and why I'm giving it a shot right now. So, uh, anyway, we're coming to the end of our time again. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, please, uh, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Uh, you know, they're kind of coming out sporadically and, uh, we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.